All right. Hello, guys. Welcome back. This is the Provoke Total Fitness Podcast. I am Matthew Smith. I'm Walsh Young. And I think this is day 26 of quarantine, something like that. Oh, it's something like that. It feels like years. Yeah, I know. I was going to say it feels like a year. I was, uh, I was on Instagram yesterday, and somebody posted about the NBA being shut down. And it's only been shut down for like 30-ish days or 20-something days. And I was like, I swear sports have been off the air for a year now. But it's what it is. Anyways, today we're diverting from our typical topic. So we were going to talk about uh, our first competition and our first preps and how we kind of overcame that stuff. But we're going to push that because we just want to talk a little bit more because it's been two and a half weeks since we talked about the COVID with all the gyms closing, with all the grocery stores being packed, and you may not be able to eat as properly as you want to. So we're just going to go back into that and kind of give a little bit more of an update. So why don't you give us a start? Um, we'll talk about training first. How's your training been? Uh, I'm doing a lot of cardio. Um, I'm going for huge long walks, like two and a half hours a day. Uh, but as far as other training is concerned, honestly, I have a band and I have a couple of, of uh, tubs that kitty litter came in that is now filled with water. That equals 17 pounds of weight when it's filled with water. Um, and as slow as I try to go, uh, I'm finding it a difficult go mm -hmm. to to keep keep going. Anytime I see anything online where somebody's having a workout, they at least have 20-pound dumbbells, and yeah. I have nothing like that. Uh, I am thinking about going to uh, a Home Depot-type place and maybe pick up some concrete blocks and to be able to use them. Yeah. Um, with with rope attached or something, um, but I you know my single single elastic band is just not enough to do it for me. Um, yeah, it's hard. I, I I walk past gyms that I work in and and I look at them with love and nostalgia. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I thank God the walks are happening. Um, uh, they are. Um, a at least burning calories, keeping me yeah. up as far as cardio is concerned, and they're getting me out into the fresh air. And uh, even though I'm masked, um, I can feel like I'm I'm at one with nature, and I think that's important for me too. I need to uh, not feel quite so enclosed all the time. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so my training has been. I'm lucky enough that uh, my parents have 20 pound dumbbells. So I've been using those, uh, like 20 pounds and 10 pounds. So I've been able to do a little bit more with that. Um, my leg workouts are actually amazing because of my quads here uh, two, two and a half months ago. My, my quads aren't strong enough still to use anything more than that. So it actually feels great. And I feel like I'm actually getting a solid workout in with my leg, uh, my leg workouts. Upper body, shoulders and arms, I feel like I get a workout because I can just go high rep, high volume. Back and chest, it's like, Again, Wallace mentioned is like how slow can you go and how much can you squeeze with 20 pounds and how many reps can you really do? And it's like, yeah, you can still get a workout in and it still actually activates the muscle and it maintains the muscle. But again, we're in our mindset where we want to grow. We're bodybuilders. We want to build our bodies. So it's hard to kind of put that on the back pedestal and be like, now is the not the time to grow. It's the time to maintain what we have while trying to improve other aspects, whether it be mobility 
whether it be like Walter said, the cardio aspects of it, that sort of stuff. So that's what I've been doing. I, for cardio, I've actually been doing HIIT workouts because uh, my high intensity cardio sucks. So I've been trying to do uh, that more and more. I've been going for walks as well, not two hours. My walks are about 30, 45 minutes to an hour. But yeah, it's super helpful. Like, as long as you're not close to people, I agree that everybody should be going out and going for walks. Go by yourself. If you have a partner that you live with, by all means, go with them because you're already isolating together anyways. Stay away from other people, but definitely get outside and get some fresh air because if you're cooped up in a condo, a small one-bedroom condo or a, even a huge house, it's like you're inside, you're not getting fresh air, There's, you're just going to go insane and you're going to go crazy and you're going to get angry, right? There's a lot of that already going around. I mean, I, I've, yeah. I've talked to some friends of mine who have one-bedroom basement apartments yeah. with low ceilings, so they can't do a whole lot in terms of exercise. And how much Netflix can you watch? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah. I'm watching a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's better than watching CNN for eight hours and getting depressed. Yeah. Actually, you know, um, so a few of the people that I've been talking to over text and messenger still that we're very concerned about the news They've shut it off completely now. They've gotten to the point where it's like, this is BS. Like, they're just trying to scare us. The real information, information, sorry, comes from the Canadian Health Agency. It comes from the government, all this sort of stuff, right? Stop watching CNN. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of want to go into the other point that I left off with was, you're going to get angry. So, have you been angry? Because you haven't been able to train properly. Angry? Upset, I, I, angry. I've been, I won't say I've been angry, but I've been having emotional issues. I've got, I've got to admit that. Uh, I'm up and down. Um, I, I, I will say not just workout, but other um, necessary components of me keeping my sanity. I mean, right. I do have mental health issues. I do have addiction issues. And uh, other components have been cut back, I thought quite badly by, by uh, social distancing. I was wrong because now there's a, a whole new component of, of online meetings to go to. So I'm actually uh, doing more in terms of my mental health than I was before, Good. with yeah. the exception of the workout. And there's, I mean, you've got to say, I rely on endorphins and the feel of having done the workout, the accomplishment of having done the workout, um, as much as I do talking to my friends about what a shitty day I had and what's going on with my life and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been angry. Um, yeah. I think my marriage is, is still good because I go for a two-hour walk and get the hell out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, shit. I'm looking for a fight every time I walk the streets. I feel like the problem, so Toronto is a busy city to begin with. There's a lot of people that only care about themselves. And I feel like, unfortunately, this has just brought up the worst in people, really. So it's like you're walking down the street and across the street, somebody's jogging past another person. They scream at them, get the fuck away from me. I'm going to slap you. Like, I'm just like, is that necessary? Everybody's in the same boat. Some people are definitely off worse. 
But, you know, a lot of people aren't working. A lot of people aren't being able to get the groceries they want. Some people can't train properly, like all this shit. Is there any need to get, like, is there any need to be aggressive to other people? But then, you know, I think to myself, I'm like, I wake up angry. Because I'm like, I know I'm not going to have my regular schedule of waking up at 5 a.m. I'm going to sleep in until 10 a.m. because I can do that now. Is it good for my health? Because you slept in? Sorry? You're, are you angry because you slept in? Yeah. Because you, you're not getting things done the way you want to get them done. Exactly. Exactly. And this is it. I'm like, I usually have already been up for five hours. I've already trained clients. I've already done a bit of work. I've already done this and that. At some points, I've already done a workout. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, but then I'm like, I remind myself, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing anything. The work I do have to do, I have 12 more hours to do it. That's fine. I can do that. But it's like, yeah, it's like you're off routine and you're just angry because you're off the routine. I know I have to figure out a different workout. I have to modify. I'm trying to think of other things I can do because maybe a workout I did last week didn't feel as good or, you know, it wasn't heavy enough or hard enough. And I want to make sure I'm still getting a decent workout in with the 10 pound, 20 pound weights that I have or whatever. Right. So it's definitely like, I'm definitely angry because of that. I'm angry because I'm in a condo all day. So, you know, going for an hour walk a day definitely helps. I'm angry because I can't see people either. The gym was where I would go and socialize with people, right? And as much as I have my roommate, I have my parents to talk to, I have my girlfriend to talk to, I have you to talk to, it's very different talking to somebody on the phone or FaceTime versus actually going out in public, shaking somebody's hand, hugging somebody and being like, oh, this is great. I haven't seen you in a week. How have you been? Let's go get coffee. It's no, there's no more normalcy in it, right? Yeah. I had a kid that I was going out with, a friend, a kid. He's 30. To me, he's a kid. Uh, but <laughs> I had a friend that I was still going and having coffee with once a week. We would meet at the Tim Hortons, go in separately, get our stuff, come out, sit six feet away from each other on the steps of a church nearby mm-hmm. and talk. And then it reached the point on uh, Saturday when I said, I don't think this is wise mm-hmm. anymore. Um, if, if nothing else, you know, we're going to be looked at. Eventually, the cops are going to come around and say, what are you doing here? Yeah. That, that's about to start happening. Um, you know, they're not, look, they're not taking a measuring stick. They're saying people are loitering here. That's an invitation to other people to loiter here as well. Right. So... Uh, let's stop doing this. And I miss that so much because it was just actually being there with somebody. Yeah. You know, we're having coffee dates now this way. It's not the same. <laughs> well, this is it, right? I'm like, there's no fresh air coming out and hitting me in my face where I'm actually drinking a store-bought coffee. Yeah. Right? You can't even, I don't know, like, and this is it. I feel criminal sometimes just going outside. I'm allowed to go outside as long as I stand six feet away from people, but it still feels criminal, right? Like, I'm allowed to, for isolating if I'm at, uh, with my roommate, let's say my roommate and I go out, we've been living in the same condo for the past six months. We see each other every day, but I still feel like if we had to go out together, we would still have to go our separate ways. I don't, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Like even uh, even my girlfriend was saying before when she was actually still see like we were actually able to see so she was driving down, uh, 
and she feels like when she's driving down even to get groceries even to go um do whatever like just go for a drive she feels like she's going to get pulled over and ticketed like a thousand dollars just for trying to get out and get a little bit of fresh air and freedom or get groceries whatever it is it's uh there's a lot of fear and it's just you don't know what's next right that's right and if if i mean and now you're hearing you know the army's been called out they're coming to toronto like i was talking to some friends up up near north bay and that was their uh, their conversation point. Yeah. What is it like? Have the army arrived yet? And I don't think we're going to reach the point where they are no. cleaning the streets with disinfectant and, and well, washing us <laughs> with off an the streets. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is it. Like, my brother's in the army, right? So he was just deployed on Monday to Borden. And from Borden, they have no idea where they're sending them at the moment. Basically, what they're using the army for is more rural areas making sure that, you know, the actual areas that have already needed armies, so like, you know, rural areas that have had flooding issues, weather issues, they'll go and help them fight fires, build bridges, whatever it is. That's what they usually do around this time of year anyways in my brother's regiment. Um, he also said that they will be helping with like groceries. They'll be helping with like food banks and stuff like that, right? It's not that they're being deployed to like, carry guns and be like, why are you standing so close to your husband? Get the fuck away, right? Yeah. It's like, no, they're being sent to help and, you know, grocery store work. This is it. Like, grocery store workers don't want to be there. They have to be there, though. But there's a lot that are trying to quit. There's a lot that are trying to get fired, whatever it is. Doug Ford released a statement saying, you know, there's a lot of jobs available for those who are healthy and are willing to take the risk. Like, hopefully we can get some because there's tons of jobs. Because it's essential right now, right? Who wants to do that, right? So, it's very hard when when you run the risk, like the 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 transit driver who died the other day. Oh, Chicago, right? You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you run the risk of having someone, you're stocking the shelves in a grocery store. And somebody sneezes on you or, or just gets too close because they want what they want now and they know you've got toilet paper hidden in the back of the store. Yeah. You know? um, why should you be at risk because of that? Well, as I say, like I walked past the service Ontario up near Rosedale and there was one guy with a mask. The other four workers didn't. I mean, it's, they're pissed off all the time. Like people in line are pissed off because they are unemployed and they want to know, they want answers of whether they're getting yeah. money or not. And who are they going to take it out on? The kid that's letting people inside? Yeah, of course, because that's what people do. They'll take the anger out on whoever they can. You've worked at a gym, not to be named, where the kids being paid minimum wage at the front desk are getting yelled at because it's too cold or it's too hot or <laughs> yeah. the, the TV's on the wrong station. The you music's know, too love loud. To underlings. And these people are providing us with an incredible service. Yeah, they should be treated as well as we would treat the nurses and doctors who are working in the hospitals at this point. Mm -hmm. But it's not always viewed that way. No, I mean this is it. Like you, it, why would you? You're so concerned about yourself right now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna be the first to admit it, but I'm selfish as fuck right now. I just want my gym back open. I want to go back to work. Like it's, yeah. it wasn't until my brother was like, you know, it puts shit in perspective. But he's like. 
is your life more, sorry, is your job more important than somebody's life or the fact you can go in for a workout? I'm like, no. And it's like, I want to say I want to work out, but you think about it, it's like, no, nobody should die because I want to go and get a gym workout. But I am so selfish in my own head. I'm just like, well, what's the harm if I'm just in a gym by myself? But then there's like how many million of people are in the same exact boat that I am that want to get into a gym? Right. Everybody wants the same thing. We can't just open a gym for five people or and have them six feet apart all the time. It's like if everybody, if one person gets it, everybody gets it. If one person doesn't get it, nobody should get it. Right. That's kind of the situation we're in right now. No matter what you feel you may need it for, you know, for your mental health, for your physical health, whatever, it's all or nothing. And you can't expect other people to do without what you have. Yeah, and I'm like, this is it. I've had the privilege of being able to work out still and having a great work, like decent workouts still. And I'm still like, you know, the, there's a few days where it's been like, what's the point of even living for how long this goes on for? I'm not working out. I'm just going to get, I'll look gross. Like my body dysmorphia kicks in again. And then I'm like, I do the workout at home after that. I'm like, okay, well, let's get this over with. And I do it. I'm like, oh, okay, that was all right. But it's like every morning I wake up because I was so used to my routine yeah. of going to the gym, going to work, whatever, that it's just it's just gone now. It's like my headspace has just shifted from this still works to fuck this. What's the point of even continuing? Every night I go to bed and I set the alarm for 7 o'clock. My intention is the alarm will go off at 7 o'clock. By 7.30, I will be out the door for my two-hour walk. I'll be yeah. home by 9.30. Then yeah. I've got the day to do whatever. I get up. The alarm goes off. I get up, I turn it off, I go back to bed, and I sleep until 10. Then I'm pissed off because I was supposed to get up at 7 o'clock and do it and get outside. And now, well, there you go. That's what, and I wake up at 10. Yeah. So, you know, I, I set myself up for failure, and then I'm angry because I failed. Yeah. I think that's something we have to be aware of, too. We know what we're going through right now. Yeah. If you honestly know, if you can honestly say you're not going to get up at seven o'clock, why are you setting yourself up to be angry when you get up at ten? Exactly. And you know? it's like in if you if you're not actually working at this point, if you don't have to work from home, is there any necessity to waking up that early? No. Just because you want to stay on routine for when this is over, versus you could sleep in, be okay with it, have your mental health like get extra sleep and feel recovered and wake up refreshed versus trying to force yourself awake at seven for for what right yeah. like my reasoning behind waking up this early is because i want to get back on track with i want to work out first thing in the morning i want to dj i want to make music i want to record youtube videos i want to talk to people i just want to be as productive as i can and it gets to a point where it's like okay i have a list of no joke i have a list of like 15 things that is in my to-do list right now it's this long, right? And I'm like, I'm going to get all that done today because I have from 7 a.m. till 12 p.m. To, or 12 a.m. to actually do this. And I'm like, that's, that is so unrealistic. I still work out. I still want to talk to people. I still want to break. I still want to watch TV. I still have to eat and cook and all this. It's more realistic to set myself up to be like, if I get two things done on that list, then that is an accomplishment for today. Yeah, because it's been like 
it's been to the point where I've only been doing like one or two things and I'm so pissed off at myself because I'm like, I had so much more time, but I wasted it watching Netflix, watching Spider-Man, watching Iron Man, whatever, right? But what's the use in being angry and forcing yourself to do shit when it's... Again, it raises your cortisol level, breaks down your immune system, and we're here to stay healthy. Exactly. And that brings us to number two. Diet. Speaking of healthy, trying to be healthy. Uh, I'll start with this one. Um, I think, for the most part, my diet's been all right. The only times it's been bad is when shit runs out at the grocery store, and I have to improvise. Now, I am the type of person that if I have a diet plan and I have all the stuff I need, I will stick to that diet plan. Like, I won't overeat, I won't undereat, I'll do what I need to do. But it's gotten to the point where it's like the cream of rice and oatmeal is sold out everywhere uh, when I go and check it. Or, you know, I realize I rent, because again, I just get to the point where it's like, oh, it's 8 o'clock at night and I just realized I ran out of cream of rice and I needed that for my meal five or whatever. What am I going to do now, right? So I've been replacing stuff with like pancakes to make it a little bit tastier, enjoyable, but I'll use the same macros, but then those macros don't necessarily stay the same. They get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's where I'm screwing up on my diet is I'm still eating healthy. I'm still eating what I need to. I've just been increasing portion sizes and I'm bored and I'm hungry. So I'm like, if I'm bored and hungry, why not sit myself down in front of the TV and eat was whatever I want. I'll have two pancakes instead of one. I'll have 150 grams of pancakes instead of 120, right? Shit like that. So it's not been too bad, but it's definitely been, I, it's just, if you're bored, this is the worst possible thing. Cause a lot of people get bored and they eat because it's like, what else are you going to do? If you sit in front of it, what do you do when you go to the movies? You order popcorn, you order drinks, and you order chocolate, and then you eat yeah. that the entire movie because that's so what you can watch the movies and you want the same thing. Exactly, right? So that's that's it. It's like I want pizza every single night because I want to sit down and I want to watch Spider Man. because I haven't finished it yet, <laughs> I want to watch Spider-Man. movies. Good God! <laughs> but I want to eat a pizza while I watch it, and I'm like, it's only one meal, but like. I remind myself, I'm like, okay, if I say it's only one meal today, what about tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, right? And that's where it's becoming difficult is I want to stay occupied and try to stay productive so at least I can stay on diet in that sense. I think it's a little bit different for me because uh, you're, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with another person and I've realized just how selfish I am when I'm working and when in my normal life because every meal except for the one that happens around seven or eight o'clock and even then not always because of my work schedule has to do with what I need to eat not with what we need to eat so while I'm I'm here at home I'm more concerned with making meals that we both like there's no reason why he should be eating rice and broccoli and chicken, rice and broccoli and fish, you know, um, or counting the macros or having as many meals as I do when I'm trying to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, I'm making things 
for regular meals that I are much larger in terms of macros than I would normally have. Right. I'm going way off base in terms of uh, uh, what those components are, you know, and yeah. a lot of then has to do as well with things like, well, there's no frozen vegetables. And if the regular vegetables look like shit, what am I going to do for greens? I need yeah. to have green vegetables. I can substitute dried beans and legumes for ones that I would normally put in. But I can't do it. Oh, I'm starting to run out of power. Um, I can't do it for uh, for vegetables. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do canned corn. Um, so, uh, uh, it, it's been difficult in that respect too. And I know that I've been, yeah. I've been going over, been up. I'm trying to stick to things like rice bowls, Yeah, you know, those kind of meals that are reasonably good. And if I can throw frozen spinach, which is the one thing I've got, the one frozen vegetable that you can get no matter what at this point is edamame. Really? Yeah. It's good to know. Bags and bags of it. Nobody's buying that shit. It's good to know. Everybody's taking every other vegetable off of the frozen section. Right. Um, so I can I can do that sort of thing, and that has yeah. been all right. Um, the other thing is the boredom factor. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I'm at work, I have this in packages, and yeah. this is what I eat at this time. But when I'm bored and I get up and I go and I open the fridge, you know. And it's 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 dangerous. So I'm going to be facing a lot of time um, with diet when this is all over. Yeah, well, like that's it's great point because this is it. It's like when you're working, you're busy. You don't have time to think. Like this is it. You plan your meals. You don't have time to think what you're eating. You just eat what you've already prepared. Exactly. Whereas now, I would never be making pancakes first thing in the morning because I don't have time for it. I have all the time in the world now, so that's what I'm doing. It tastes great. Do I need chocolate chips in the pancake? No. Do I put them in there? Yes. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not necessary. But again, like there's all this time that I have now and I'm like, I'm bored. I want to start baking more. I want to start preoccupying myself with something. So that's what I do. And it's, I think boredom plays a huge role into the eating and dieting side of things, but it's also the emotional. Like if you're angry, if you're pissed off, if you're upset, which I've been this whole time, I've been pretty, I mean, there's during a day I'll go from bad, good, bad, good, whatever. Right. Most of the time I wake up bad and I end off the night good. But through that period, it's like when I'm in my bad stage, I'm like, I just want to sit down in front of a TV and eat. I just want to have chocolate. I just want to eat chips. Right. So it's the emotional eating, it's the stress eating, it's the boredom eating. Uh, luckily, I've been able to control it as best as I can, but there's definitely noticeable fluffiness that's been added. And it's just, it's tough, right? It's just what it is. And the only, if, again, like in terms of advice, I mean, usually we give advice at the end of this. The advice I give is just try your best. Like that's all I can say to that is, no matter what, if you can train, even if it's doing burpees for 10 minutes, do that. If it's walking to up and down your stairs in your house, do that. If it's going out for a walk in your neighborhood, walking your dog, do that. 
I, if it's raining out, like still try your best. Take an umbrella. Try not to make excuses just because the gym's closed, right? Or because your life isn't perfect or your routine isn't perfect like it is. Because this is what builds the character in terms of getting back into things. I think there's, there's I, I got to address that's one thing too. I, I've been waking up with the horrible thought of, will I go back when it's over? Mm-hmm. How, who am I going to be after another month of this to go back to the gym? Will I want to? How is this going to work? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to let this virus fuck my life. I had a really good life. I enjoyed my physical being. I enjoyed my work life, all that stuff. So I know, despite the fears, despite the, oh my God, moments that I may have on a daily basis, um, that when this is all over, and it will be over, yeah, things will return to normal for me. Yeah. It may be a little more difficult in terms of getting clients. Maybe there'll be a few less clients going to the gym, basically. They will have thought other things of their life, other priorities get built, other things happen. Um, but it will come back to normal. And I think we just have to live for that. There's two ways I see this by the end of all this. It's you either take away and appreciate and be grateful and come out better and stronger, or you get to the point where it's like, what's the point of anything? Everything sucks. So I'm not even going to go back to the gym. I'm not even going to go try at work. The way I'm seeing it right now is, in my own personal uh, viewpoint, I see myself having this time to work on myself, not every day, but when I feel like I can actually push myself, I'm going to work on myself as best as I can. I'm going to try to keep pushing as much as I can. And it's time to look, look at what I was doing before and how I can change it to be better when I go back. Like, we have all this time. It's like, was it really healthy for me to be getting four hours of sleep a night just so I could train an extra client at night and in the morning? No. Was it healthy for me to be, what? I don't even know. But I mean, most of my problems come from my sleep so and stress, so that's where my health issues came. But yeah, stress. Like, it, Was it smart for me to be putting so much into something that didn't care about me? I'm not going to say what, but I'm just going to say it was it smart of me to be putting so much time and effort into something that didn't care for me. Absolutely not. Why was I still there? Because I was scared of some conflicts. It's not or like I was scared I wasn't going to make money. I wasn't going to get work. I was going to offend people like it's not wise. And like at the end of the day, it's like you do what's best for yourself. Hopefully you don't have to hurt anybody while in that position. But if it's better for you, if it's better for me to come back from all this and I end up leaving certain things I end up leaving certain people I end up taking uh, other opportunities then that's smarter for me and it's going to build me into a better person I feel I don't want to name whatever I'm talking about no, no. because but I, I, I know you know what I'm talking about yeah. we talked about it earlier so that's just what I'm going for right and it's just what it is so hopefully a few of you can actually take that away from this is it's not all bleak as much as it seems like I'm looking out in the sky and it's pretty gray right now. <laughs> it's not all bleak. It's not all the end. Um, yeah, it sucks, but just do your absolute best to 
be positive and grateful that you're still hopefully healthy. Hopefully you're able to get up and go for a walk. Hopefully you have somebody who is calling you or somebody who's uh, able to give you some form of communication, like all that, right? Absolutely. I think my hope is that it gives, this is a pause to reflect, to consider what's best for us. Yeah. And to maybe, yeah, you're right. Get rid of the things that were not causing us pleasure. It's it's a Marie Kondo moment. (laughs) Yes. Clear things out and throw away that which does not serve us or make us happy. You have to lay everything out first. Like everything else, it looks like disaster hit, but that's where we're at. Disaster is hit. We've laid everything out. It's time to start throwing away the shit we don't need. So I got to do this just so you can see the floor <laughs> of my office at the moment because I have been looking at things, taking things, putting them out, and then getting rid of the stuff that I don't need. Yeah, exactly. All good. That's it. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I'll talk to you. You soon and i'll talk to you later all right guys okay hope you enjoyed we'll probably upload another episode this week getting back on track if you have any questions please let us know you can dm either walter myself or the total fitness page leave a comment on our youtube and hopefully you guys stay healthy and stay sane show us how you're getting through it yeah we'd love to hear that yeah all right guys take care take care